You didn't ask for it, but here it is, the Bourbon and Brothers Podcast. I mean, you said you don't even use the claps anyway. I'll use your clap. That's not a thing. That's not a thing. <laughs> it could be. We can make That's it work. That's going to stay in. That's going to be great. <laughs> we can make it work. Hello and welcome into the Bourbon and Brothers Podcast. My name is Flynn. I'm going to be one of the hosts for the evening. I'm back. Um, I'm here with my fellow host, Kevin Reynolds. Ooh, Flynn's back. <laughs> yeah, let's. I just want to put some a pause between Hub Camp booing <laughs> because Flynn's back, and then Flynn saying my name. So yeah, I'm happy to be here. Um, though I am feeling like our moral compass is a little less uh, on point than it was last week. But you know, you such is me. life. You miss me. Hey, Andrew Hub Camp's here too. How's it going, guys? And Jacob Pretty, who is wearing a toboggan inside. Yeah, of wow. course. So. All right, well, but since you it, called it out, now I have to explain it. He gave me a platform. So um, my hair is at an abnormally long length, and uh, it requires a lot of effort, a lot of, like, hair gel, hair paste for me to get it to do anything. So um, it's just kind of hat days, but uh, also because of my large head, I don't look good in a standard baseball cap, so I have to find other types of hats. Uh, so since it's winter, it's the best time for toboggans and beanies, so I wear a lot of toboggans and beanies in the winter with my hair being long. Yeah, when Pretty goes to a baseball game, he just goes up to the mascot and be like, where'd you get that hat? Because I, I need that size. <laughs> like, that is not a joke. Um <laughs> quick sidebar because i do or did a lot of shows some kid came up to me at nku and was like hey i'm wearing one of your hats and i was like that's impossible because the hats that they had specially ordered for me in the shows were too large for anyone's head he was like oh well they put a bunch of stuff in it i was like okay you didn't tell me that you were wearing my hat with like six inches of filler put in so it fits a normal size head so yes i have a large head anyways I How digress. big was the bowl that they put on your head for the bowl cut you had? Oh, a uh, salad bowl. It was a salad bowl. We just popped a salad bowl on the head. Like a salad serving bowl, not like a eating bowl. Yeah. I digress. Well. Anyways. You look Flynn, great. Go ahead. You look great Thanks. with your pigtails. So <laughs> it, should all, uh, it should also be noted that this is an audio show that we do pretty, and it doesn't matter what your hair looks like on it. You should take yeah, a no, selfie and post it on the Instagrams. But y'all can see me. Mm. So be yes. sure to follow us on the Instagrams and the Twitters <laughs> and the and the TikToks and the and pretty just walked away. Uh, at aired BNB. Um, so tonight I am delving into. Um, so the fantasy football season has um, ended. Uh, none of us are champions in the leagues that at least we care about. Um, and the but, leagues we don't. <laughs> and the leagues that we don't. Yeah, none of us did very well this year, I don't think. But none of us are losers. None of us lost, and that's the key. Thank you, Colin. So uh, we were in a, in a league. We talked a little bit about it, the Bourbon League, that the buy-in was a, a nice bottle of bourbon, and then we all pitched in some money to buy a really nice bottle to share um, at the end of the season. And so I am drinking that. Um, it is called Midwinter Night's Dram. It is a straight rye out of High West in Salt Lake City. Um this is actually the bottle that I was searching for the most recently, at least. Um, I I was 
going to liquor stores and I was, you know, on, on Facebook groups looking for this bottle. I finally found a bottle of it. Um, and I actually have two of them now. So it is phenomenal. It is, it is oaky. It doesn't have the spice that a normal rye does. Um, it's very, very smooth. Um, it is considered probably the best rye out there. Um, now I will say this pretty, you got me the wilderness trail rye and I did a little comparison between the two, and while the Wilderness Trail Rye is a lot less expensive and a lot easier to find, it's real close. It's, it's very close. It's very good compared to it. It's not quite as good, but it's, it's really close. But I think, Pretty, you're drinking the same thing, right? I am. I am. Um, so I'll go ahead and steal this a uh, little bit out of order then and take this segue. Yeah, I'm drinking the same thing. Uh, love it as well. Uh, but I'm going to use my uh, little bit to talk about uh, the bourbon that I actually submitted to the Bourbon League because I feel like that's this is an important topic to bring up. It so is. I submitted um, the Nulu uh, Pro, uh, Prohibition Craft uh, Distillery, uh, Nulu, um, their straight rye whiskey. I believe the bottle that I picked up was like bottle or uh, it was out of barrel four or something. So it was, it was, you know, fairly new, uh, yes. having just been I was been with released. you when we bought it. You, yes, you were. You, that is true, Kevin. I can't remember where we were going, it but was, you were uh, with me. Party Mart in Louisville. And it, it was, was for the, it was over the draft weekend. Yes, that's right. That's right. We were heading down we for the draft. We were in a car that's, and we drove yep. in the car back from, from the liquor store to where we were staying. We went from golf to, and I yes. bought a bottle and you bought a bottle and I took my bottle out of the car and put it in the house. <laughs> Yep. What did you do? What did I do? I Not think that. you are well aware of what you did. <laughs> <laughs> you don't tell this story if you leave that part out. It's an incomplete story. Just keep oh. going. Keep going. You'll get there. Okay. Okay. Well, so, Kevin, that didn't happen. It happened in my car. I transferred it to my car. I know where you're going with this. Um, so, yes. Okay. So, uh, so I bought this bottle. <laughs> I bought pretty, this bottle. Lead in. I know. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Bought this bottle for I think uh at the time it was uh $50, $54, something like that. Um so I submit it, great. It's lovely. It's going to be great. Um then over the draft week and I had left it in the car foolishly. Um it was summer, so it got a little hot and the heat actually caused the wax seal to pop and it popped the seal on the Nulu straight rye whiskey. Uh no big deal except um, end of this league, uh, I'm then trying to find another bottle cause I was like, oh, maybe I'll just swap it out. Can't find the straight rye anywhere. Um, because as it turns out, it's been slightly, uh, or temporarily discontinued, maybe permanently, not sure. Um, because now Nulu has released their toasted rye instead. Uh, and their toasted rye retails for about $80. The straight rye that I had submitted now currently retails for a on average, $110 to $130. Um, so, shout out to Alan. Uh, you're welcome for <laughs> you got a $130 bottle of bourbon that you have to drink because it's not worth anything since the seals popped. Uh, but he is a nice guy, and he uh, he already texted me about when I can come over and uh, we'll split a little bit of the bottle. So, that's uh, that's my fun story about this league. Cheers. Quick, quick comment on the Midwinter's Nights dram that we talked about when we were trying it. I agree with Flynn. I've said on this podcast I don't love rice very much. Um, and we spent $200 on this bottle that wasn't a bourbon to celebrate our bourbon league, and I wasn't quiet about that. Um, but it, it is quite good. And I think one of the reasons that it's good is it's a, it's a rye that's finished in, I think it's port casks. 
um, which does take away some of that high spice and really mellows it out, and it's a fantastic pour. It's sweet for a rye, and it's 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 phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. Kevin, Kevin. I believe you're drinking bourbon. I am drinking bourbon. Oh, yes. I'm drinking um, one one of the uh, hot takes I thought I might say at some point on this show is that uh, I think that the most underrated distillery in the state of Kentucky is M.B. Rowland. M.B. Um, Rowland puts out phenomenal bourbons. Uh, my favorite one of them, which has become a favorite pour of mine, is the their Red Label, which is uh, still in barrel proof. It's uncut and unfiltered, and it's their high wheat whiskey. So it's 109 proof Kentucky straight bourbon. Um, 74% corn, 6% malt, 20% red winter wheat. And the red label is fantastic. I absolutely love it. Um, tonight I'm trying for the first time a store pick single barrel black label, which is a bit more of a traditional bourbon mash than the high wheat um, with the red wheat. This is a single barrel store pick at a cork and bottle that's available there for about $55. Um, and it's 113.6 proof. It's also still in barrel proof, just like the other one. Um, but this single barrel mash is 78% corn, white corn, 17% uh, rye, 5% malt. Um, it hits a lot harder and hotter than the, the red label. But this black label is absolutely fantastic. Um, if I were to have to choose between the two again, I would choose the red label. I think it's the one that's the most special. Um, but if you're passing through the liquor store and you're willing to put $50 down on a bottle, I would really recommend trying some of the MB Roland products. Um, it's a distillery that's right towards the southern edge of Kentucky, as if you're driving into Nashville down 65. Um, but they do some straight bourbon whiskeys, Kentucky straight bourbon whiskeys there that are just fantastic. And I don't, I don't hear anyone talking about them. Um, but I would really recommend people trying them. Hope, I think you are last, my friend. Yeah, so um, I have had this before on the show, but I deliberately wanted to bring this one back uh, into the fold and pretty actually uh, sampled it a little bit this weekend. Uh, I'm drinking once again from Pauly Hollow Distillery out of Pikeville, Kentucky, Roberts Reserve. Um, it's 92 proof. This is batch number five, um, corn, barley, and rye. And it's uh, much like you said with yours, it's just become one of the, my favorite pours in the house. Um, and there's you know, a decent amount of bourbon and I drink it fairly regularly and I've just kind of been gravitating towards this one. Um, I think it's incredibly delightful, nice vanilla-y kind of flavor to it. And um, I don't know, I've just been digging it a lot. So I wanted to rehash it to shout out a small new distillery that I think has uh, churned out a really good product. Nice. Very nice. nice. So tonight for you, uh, we we're going to go back to the three segments. I think we're going to be pretty quick through them, though. Um, so <laughs> maybe not. Probably not. Uh, we know what Kevin yeah. is. He's long-winded, and, and that's going to be that. So tonight we're going to have a, a fictional battle royale, followed by... Flynn's favorite films. We're bringing that one back. A classic. And then we're going to play a game led by me. Originated by Pretty, but done better by me. Disagree. Is what I'm going to say. So let's get into the fictional battle royale. Fictional battle royale. So... For this fictional battle royale, uh, we have decided to start a company with some fictional characters. Um, 
And when we're starting this company, we're going to see who is going to be most successful. Each of us is going to serve as the CEO of this company, and we're kind of building our team out, if you will. And so the the, the people that we're going to be taking are someone to manage our finances. You can, you can think of it as an accountant or a chief financial officer or something like that. Um, someone to handle customer service or the front-facing side of the business. Um, someone to handle our information technology, computer needs, stuff like that. Um, and then a salesperson uh, to, to get or, or a promotional person to, to uh, make sure that the business is, is out there. So those are the four individuals that we're going to be taking few rules here. It has to be from fiction. We're going to lean towards the fantasy genre of movies and television, excluding Marvel, DC, you know, that type of, um, you know, superhero type, because there's a lot of just regular humans working regular jobs that have crazy powers and stuff like that. And so we're trying to get away from that um, and get into the more, um, more, you know, creative of of the the individuals that we're going to be uh, drafting yeah. from. So, you know, it, if one of us has a question about if if it counts for someone to to be picked or something like that, we can we can throw it out there and we'll just have discussion about it. So, um, I think we're going to go in age order for this one. Um, so we're going to go to Kevin Hofkamp, me, and then Pretty. So, Kevin, why yeah. don't you lead us off, explain what your business is a little bit, that you're the CEO of, and then and then kick us off with taking your your company. Hope you have something to say. No, I was just going to say that, well, like the, the whole point of the reason we're doing fantasy and excluding some of those Marvel and stuff is uh, we want people that don't really belong in a modern society to run a business in modern society. So hopefully it creates really ridiculous things. Um, but I feel like we'll all try to to circumvent that as much as we can. Flynn won't even pay any attention to that. No, um, I didn't even listen to what you were talking about right there. So, <laughs> but yeah, Kevin, so, Kevin, start us off with something. Yeah. So I um I struggled most in this prep work, which was minutes long, um, <laughs> in creating what my company would be, um, and. I think that the um, the best way I can describe it is sort of a consulting slash um, uh, not marketing, but like a consulting firm that works across industries. Um, think of it like 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 picture a neon sign outside a building, and the uh, the sign says mission, and the number two, and then the word civilize. Um, my company exists to go out into the world and into businesses and to get rid of uh, all the things that happen that are just so stupid because the society has dictated them to be that way. So that's what we do. We're sort of a consulting company. Um, you just consult we, we society? Make, wait, wait. Are you we make mission? everybody else better. <laughs> Is your mission statement just one word? Civilize? Yeah. Mission? <laughs> <you're>... <laughs> yeah. Very concise. We're on a mission to civilize. Um, so, Flynn, how, do you want to do you want to have us all take? Um, sometimes when we do this, we all take the same position in a row. Or sometimes when we do this, we just say, "You got to fill all four spots. Choose." Um, how do you want to structure it? Uh, I think it'd be easier to follow if we went 
um, in order of of we all take the the same one each time. So okay. let's let's take the the financial person first. I would say. Okay, I can do that. Um, uh, my CFO is Grip Hook. He's uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. The banker Super elf shady. from okay. Harry Potter. Um, and, uh, he knows lots of things. He's an excellent banker. Um, and they know a lot of things about money. Grip hook, Harry Potter. Grip hook. Oh, he is. You got, Harry Potter. you got he the notes on this, stab you in the back. Uh, I have my notes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I can, uh, I can, I can, I can note this one up. Okay. okay. That'd be nice. Let me pull up a note. It'd be nice I, if pretty would do it. something for the podcast for once yeah, in a while. Right. I know. I, I, he can't I even do his I own do game. <laughs> Yeah, I do nothing for this podcast. Uh, Kevin, uh, real quick, can you uh, tell me the name of your business again? Uh, Mission to Civilize. <laughs> M2C. So the number two. two. Yeah, the number two. <laughs> two. But, but it's, it's like a peace sign on the, on the sign. Because it means Mission peace. Two. It means you peace made it, and, you made and it, it means two. <laughs> That's what Kevin does. My name's Kevin Reynolds. I make things douchier and more <laughs> civilized. <laughs> Everyone would be civilized if they were all douchier. Love it. Uh, <laughs> all right, Hope Camp, what you got? Um, so I have a business that I put somehow even less thought into Kevin because I forgot about my business uh, as a thing and just picked characters. Um, so I will obviously be doing uh, the Bourbon and Blooms will be the name of my business, where it's <laughs> essentially a massive butterfly garden and native planting uh, that surrounds what is going to be a small craft distillery. So it'll attract all of the environmentalists will be very um, environmentally friendly and, you know, car- zero net emissions and all that good stuff, I guess. And uh, we'll have a small little batch of brewery, nice little or distillery, nice little bar, sample the delicious bourbon we're making, all while experiencing the joy that is uh, the native butterfly garden of Andrew Hofkamp's plantings. Excellent. So that's Excellent. what's happening. Um, and that actually does make me... Uh, change some of my top picks, I think, on this. Um, I am going to go for my CFO, Thorin Oakenshield. (laughs) Okay. Um, He obviously dabbles in some treasure, but he also is is pretty tight with it. So he's going to, you know, be thinking of the sustainability of the business and how to keep, how does it make money? How do we keep what we need to, to survive? How do we, you know, find, keep our Arkenstone, if you will, and let that go nowhere else. And, um, he's also just going to be, he's going to command the room. We've all seen the crappy Hobbit movies. That man is majestic. So say, not, not everybody listening <laughs> might not know. This is the head dwarf of oh, sorry. the dwarves in the movie, the, in, the, in the book, The Hobbit. If you haven't read The Hobbit. So, I would recommend reading The movies. Hobbit. Um, the the reason we get to do it is because Peter Jackson made three pretty bad movies. Um, so, thankfully, we decided he made one fine movie yes, and two horrible movies. Um, one fine movie and two horrible movies, of which Thor and Oakenshield is a a main protagonist and now my CFO and antagonist. He antagonizes, but it's all from a place. Of, don't worry about it. <laughs> CFOs <laughs> should be a little bit. They should have an antagonistic side because money is a tough thing. And you want someone strong in charge there. The CF, no. I agree. Um, Flynn. I believe your so, hairline is the next oldest. 
yeah, when we when you think about the business that I'm starting, um, I want you to just, just kind of picture Rose Apothecary, but like for things that I like instead, and also that does community service. If that makes sense. So we're going to sell bourbon and we're going to host movie nights and we're going to play games and we're going to serve food and coffee and we're going to train people to be good members of society. Yeah, yeah. I'm just going to be running (laughs) in this situation. We have all the money in the world. So I'm I'm just doing things that I like, but to make money for the, the world and to make the world a better place, because that's what I'm trying to do in my New Year's resolution. Make the world a better place. By being a slightly better person. My accountant uh, that I have gone with um, is... Wait, quick question. Yeah. What's, what's, the, what's the name of the company? I did not get that far. I've, wow. Who it's, presented it's a, it's a, this? It's an idea. And it's wow. a vision. This was your it's idea. A, Kevin, and a vision. I, Kevin and I worked tirelessly on our company <laughs> and named them and everything. And you, you know, can't even figure that I'm, out? I'm like, just the idea I'm calling guy. Up as we were house. talking. You know, but we didn't. We spent time on this. Yeah. I, Why did you spend time on this? Yeah. Uh, I spent hours. And, Lord, and, but I'm went, just an you idea went third. guy. You went yeah, I know. third. You I couldn't know. come up with a name while Kevin and I were both making up our names? This yeah, is anyway, just my, sloppy. My, my money person is Andy Dufresne. <laughs> no. Great choice. That's not fantasy. It's fiction. It's fiction. It's, no, it's fantasy. In what no. part of the text did we say anything other than fantasy? It's fiction. I, I have. Yes, it's fiction. No, I believe somebody Hovecamp said, "Oh, so fantasy," um, but there was no, there was no. It has to be fantasy. It was just let's steer away from fantasy DCU. fiction. Fantasy Fine. fiction is. Fantasy. I can change it up. I can change it you up. Don't, yes. You don't. You don't need to change it up. I have no other fantasy characters on my list. I that only have fictional characters. The entire purpose of what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> this is what happens when Flynn doesn't make a show sheet. Um, well, well. So I'm going to keep it. Andy Dufresne. The whole point was to eliminate people that live in normal business lives, like Andy Dufresne. He went to prison. And Not a was normal a, business yeah. life. Oh wow. Okay. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. When my team is still way better than yours, just because I followed the damn rules. Okay. <laughs> I feel like you're very angry. You should take a drink. And pretty's up next. Okay. Have you even seen The Shawshank Redemption? I have. It's a great movie. I saw it in college for the first time. No, I have to change my choice for later then. Okay. Okay. Um, (laughs) So uh, I I would like to introduce you all to an up-and-coming company uh, that's all about acquisitions and investments, acquiring, buying, selling, consolidating companies, uh, controlling companies, um, a lot of useless jargon, uh, accreation, acquiescence, acquisitions, acquiring, any other asset deal alliteration I can throw in here. This is the JBB and B Incorporated company, and my CFO is Marty Bird. What is all you, that stand Are for? you a criminal enterprise? Definitely. No, no, sound no. We're illegal. we're a company that that does acquisitions and ac- acquires things. What what was what was the JBB? What was the JBB? JBB and B Incorporated. That's what. That's the name of the company. Jason um, Bateman B and B. Jason Bateman, Bateman Bed and BBNB. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Incorporated. Uh, so my CFO is Marty Bird. Any anything you want From to say From the TV there? show Ozark. Uh, for uh, those not Marty familiar. Bird is an amazing uh, an amazing accountant. Um, deals a lot in laundering uh, money and, you know, 
I guess, dirty money uh, for a drug cartel in Ozark. And uh, if he didn't, you know, sway to the dark side, uh, I think he'd do some great stuff. So he's going to be my CFO, my uh, cook in the books kind of guy. Got to do the cooking butter book. <laughs> Anyways, Kevin. Oh, my God. At no point was, was Andy <laughs> That was not necessary. <laughs> this is not TikTok. Uh, you know you can't be lazy. Break it down. All right. Um, <laughs> um, okay. The next is the receptionist. Back to mission uh, to civilize. Yeah. The next is the receptionist front desk person. Uh, yes, customer service as well, yeah. Customer service, okay. So I've got two names written down. Oh, man, this is tough. I really thought about it in the sense that, like, when you walk in to this company, who is the best person to see? It's the face of the company. Yeah, you know, it was like, do you want someone wholesome and kind and wonderful like Pam from The Office? And my answer to that was, nay, I want Janine. From Ghostbusters. Um, Any thoughts? Uh, no, OG. OG Janine. From I don't know the actress's name from that's, Ghostbusters. Yeah, that's Annie Potts. Well, I, I don't know things Bo Peep. like that. Bo Peep? Yeah, she voices Bo Peep in Toy Story. She's a pretty fun fact. All I know is, all I know is <laughs> Ghostbusters, and she's incredible. Um, you can, you can take the entire character. You could take her from the original films. I want the animated video, the animated, uh, television series, Janine. Um, I was thinking about Ghostbusters because you can now rent that new Paul Rudd Ghostbusters that I'm mad exists and is probably hilarious. Um, um, and might make up for the all female Ghostbusters movie that was an absolute train wreck. But um, I loved that movie. You you would love that movie. Um, Pretty. I don't think but, you've said a movie is bad on this podcast. I I really don't dislike a lot of movies. <laughs> That's true. So I'm going with Janine from Ghostbusters. Um, Janine from Ghostbusters. A much more acceptable fantasy person than you were uh, initially. I'm trying. Describing. Um, I'm going to see the person that I thought should be my customer service rep. And I'm thinking like someone that might call with complaints or confusion or just need, need something. Um, and I just went the, I jumped off the deep end, um, into who can talk to people most, I don't know. It's, it's Ruby rod, Chris Tucker's character from the fifth element. That's who I decided to go with. (laughs) Cause that, cause that is, I mean, it's a, it's too much. I agree. Um, but man, will that person, will he be able to talk to literally everyone all the time? And it'll be fine. Oh, Camp, he I'm very, I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed that you didn't, I, I'm, I'm, I'm happy because I get the genie from Aladdin and you don't, but I'm disappointed that you didn't take genie because he's the perfect customer service person. He can because get you he's, anything. He's, um... The freed genie. A slave? No, the freed genie can just do whatever he you wants. You gotta qualify that. Yeah, freed genie. And he is in your employ. So, like, you're just paying him to be a good customer service person, and he's gonna be that. So, yeah, genie is my my pick. I would argue he would be better served in a different role um, than customer service. But, I see your point. I was not thinking... Yeah, he's I guess definitely there is an the, IT guy. There is a... Yes, exactly. Uh, there is a live-action 
portion of Aladdin, but I was I was excluding animation from my choice, um, and most of the Disney stuff uh, was. Not you on. limited yours way too much. I I knew what I was doing <laughs> in my own mind, but I didn't I didn't want to dip into Disney. That was a personal choice I made, but it is an acceptable. We did not exclude that from the rules. Andy Dufresne is ridiculous that it's allowed. Mm. Okay. All right, so uh, Flynn's got the genie. Uh, okay, so similar to Hove Camp, uh, JB and B, uh, JBB and B Incorporated um, needs someone who uh, is able to talk and greet customers, uh, greet potential clients. So I am taking uh, Pepper Brooks from Dodgeball, a true underdog story. Definitely not fantasy. <laughs> You're, You're the, the only, only one, one railing against this right now. <laughs> I'm the only, I set the rules. I said, let's do fantasy. No complaints. And then everyone just doesn't do fantasy. This you feels like you guys conspired to make it so that I would do fantasy and you guys would do whatever you want. Yeah, you basically showed up in businesses. like a full wizard outfit and we're like, dude, we're just going to dinner. <laughs> you said it was fantasy themed. <laughs> I've got Pepper Brooks from Dodgeball. Kevin, back to you, Cotton. Excuse me. Here's what you said. I feel like we could be ridiculous if we did something like fantasy movies slash shows, but I'd also be fine to pick up just movies or sitcoms or something like that too. Yes, because but then we then we jumped on the fantasy. <laughs> okay, move on. Those <laughs> were two separate <laughs> options. No, move on. Then it was it was no either fantasy. Jumping. It was either let's do fantasy, or if you wanted to do movie sitcoms, we can do that. <laughs> and then everything else is about what is fantasy. I feel like uh, this conversation didn't end and you made you made assumptions. You've made an ass out of you and me. Well, I'm going to this is fine. My team's great. Pretty, who's your time. who's your front desk person? Or you already just say I was ignoring you and looking up. The I said message. it, but I'll say it again. It's Pepper Brooks. So back to you, Cotton. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. OK. Um, <laughs> you want the IT person or the sales person? Let's go with sales. OK. Uh uh, this is the one where I was like, I don't have a fantasy person anywhere near this list. Um, because really? if someone's like, who's the best person to hire for a company to be in charge of sales? The answer is Don Draper uh, from the TV show Mad Men. Um, yes, from the not fantasy show Mad Men. Correct. <laughs> from the non-fantasy show Mad Men. Um, well, it's not not fantasy. He kind of flies in the last episode. Um, and for a minute anyway, um, Don Draper can sell anything to anyone. Uh, Mad Men is a phenomenal show. And, um, if, if in the last season they had jumped the shark and, 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 uh, made it to where Don Draper had superpowers, I would have been totally fine with it. Uh, and it would have been fantasy, um, because he's just that good at sales. Um, Mad Men's such a great show. Okay. Don Draper, uh, what is Bourbon and Bloom taking for its or Bourbon and Blooms? Yes, thank you. For, we have multiple multiple blooms on the property. Um, so there's a few. You know, I think um, there's several characters that could just kind of sell anything to anybody, like Kevin did. But I think there's two in particular that would be very strong in this exact role in this exact company, and that is Marion Pippin. Are you trying to take two characters? I'm taking a team of Marion Pippin. Yeah. You, they're okay. kind of inseparable. They're kind of inseparable. Except for they're Why separated for a significant them, amount of time. Yeah, but not really. 
they do their best work in the whole series when they're separated for an extended uh, You mean when they time. saved everybody by summoning the Balrog so they didn't get slaughtered by uh, orcs? Yeah, that was just genius. That was both of them together. Or when they saved uh, everyone from Isengard because they were together the whole time to help escape the Urukai and manipulate Treebeard into uh, walking past Isengard to save everybody, to save the, the Middle Earth. Um, yeah, they're a team. If you guys get to take non-fantasy people, I'm taking it to whoever the hell I want, and it's Marion Pippen. <laughs> all uh, out. All out. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll agree. That's that's fine. Man, okay. Uh, well, all it means about... is he's going put, put, to try to convince us next about a dragon that would be good at IT. <laughs> no. <laughs> can't play no, game. <laughs> my dragon was going to be Smaug for uh, treasure. <laughs> <laughs> but I went with Thorin once. I don't think Smaug would be as good. <laughs> Well, then I'm going to go the same route that Hofkamp is then because I'm going to choose someone that if if I if I want to to follow someone and I want to believe in something and I want to to inspire hope um and I want someone to be um competent and and confident and be able to lead into battle it's going to be the best fighter in the Lord of the Rings and it's it's Eowyn. Oh god. <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> so you're you're taking Eowyn? Yep. For sale? That wimpy deer. <laughs> I I obviously did not understand the um. To be fair, well, I was gonna Flynn, go with Flynn I was gonna go with Aragorn, but that was only to mess with Hofkamp there too. Flynn was like Flynn so. was like, look, I got Hofkamp on the on the edge. I'm gonna send him over, and I'm gonna do this, and it didn't work because he just sacrificed his entire team's <laughs> ability to do their jobs. So I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it. That was actually. I good. think she'd be great at sales. Uh, can't cook. Okay. For <laughs> yep. Yep. You're totally okay with everything, right? <laughs> You're not angry at all. He's playing. Hufkin's playing an entirely different game than the rest of us, and he's just in his head going, "And I'm winning. <laughs> my team is so much better. I love it. This is exactly how I thought it would go for my team, anyway. My my company is great. All right. Uh, so uh, J B B and uh, J B B B and B incorporated um is for its sales team we need somebody who is uh who can be a ruthless killer in the sales avenue uh maybe so much so that they would be willing to kill their boss if uh which is me if i was not a good boss so i'm taking nick Hendricks from horrible bosses <laughs> kevin spacey uh no Nick Hendricks is Jason Bateman in Horrible Bosses. Oh, you're just take, you're taking all Jason Bateman characters that you can. I understand. <laughs> you're doing that pretty it's, thing you do. Yes, this Jason one... <laughs> Bateman, 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 and Bateman Incorporated. I this this one is very specifically uh, a business person in a sh- movie about a business. <laughs> so I mean, we tried Definitely to eliminate not that. We tried to not eliminate fantasy. that, and uh, he's just like, I'm just going to do it anyway. I'm just gonna take Spider-Man next. I didn't do MCU <laughs> or, D- or DC. I didn't do those. Let's eliminate these because there's too many businessmen. I'm gonna take a businessman. It's a really Tony great Stark transition into. Let's go. Um, it's a really great transition into what I'm gonna do for the IT person because we said no DC and no Marvel um, and no super and no superheroes. Flynn did say that too. Yeah. So I remember him saying no superheroes, and I ignored the no DC, no Marvel piece. Um, <laughs> So, uh, 
the name I wrote down for my IT person choice, and you guys can say no because she's technically in the DC universe, is Felicity Smoke. She's not a superhero. She's um, essentially the person behind the computer in the Arrowverse, um, but she might not qualify. But that's who I have written down. Uh, I think she's the most qualified since Grip Hook. <laughs> Having said that, it is probably against the rules, but uh, whatever, it's fine. Okay, I'm going with Felicity. Okay. Your IT person is Felicity who? Smoke. S-M-O-A-K, I think. Yeah. From what? From Arrow, Green Arrow. Oh, Arrowverse. Isn't, isn't she technically the Flash? Or No, she's... No, she, no. she is Arrow. She is Arrow, you're right. Yeah, yeah, she's Green Arrow. And I didn't... That show is so good for the first, like, three seasons that it's... It's like when they started connecting it to the DC universe is when it got bad. Um, but yeah, Felicity, she, if you were like, you can't take her because she's DC, I would have taken the non-DC uh, version of the exact same damn character, which is Penelope Garcia from Criminal Minds. Um, she's the, the girl in the chair, but they're the yes, same. They play the exact the same the character. But if you're like, which girl in the chair do you want? I want Felicity. If she doesn't count, I've got Penelope. But Hubcam said it's cool, so apparently we're all we're all only following his rules this game. I mean, it's yeah. it's more cool than uh, the detective show that is rooted on Earth in present day with no superpowers from anybody. Um, you know, real crimes. Anyway, I'm taking Queel. I have spoken. Queel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, from Mandalorian. <laughs> I mean, he, he, the man, like, his most famous quote is what he said next. <laughs> That's interesting. So, is that Nick Nolte? Nick Nolte's character? You're the only one of us that knows that, those things. <laughs> yeah, it's, so it don't ask Nolte's those character. questions. Confirm. If you do it, we know you're doing it rhetorically. Um, <laughs> okay. I also don't believe, I saw your, you, did you, you didn't type that with one hand. Your phone is using for audio. I don't believe you confirmed that. No, but I confirmed it with my mind. <laughs> he knows things. I do that. I, can, I, I file back in, and I'm he, like, oh, yes, that is correct. He plays piano and knows things. I, play, I do two things. I play piano, and I know things. Yep. So I'm going to pick Zordon, because he's basically a computer. <laughs> <laughs> Not basically a computer. He was never basically a computer. You don't know what the hell you're talking about. Alpha, uh, Alpha 5 would have been a better yep. basically a computer yep. pick. Nope, Zordon. Zordon's a real person. Um, you actually got me confused thinking that you were talking about Alpha. And uh, <laughs> then I was like, wait a second. No, that's not who Zordon is. Don't take it. Flint just shrugs and Zordon. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> fine. Uh, okay. Um, so uh, for my last pick... Uh, for my uh, IT person, um, I am taking uh, this uh, kind of works doubly mannered uh, because this person is an expert in IT once his identity has been stolen by somebody else. So I'm going to take Sandy Patterson, which is uh, Jason Bateman slash Melissa McCarthy from Identity Thief. You really, we should have started with that one. Um because now we were aware of what you were doing, and I feel less able to make fun of you for this pick. But 
Um, the source material there lacks compared to your other ones <laughs> significantly. <laughs> oh, it totally does. But I appreciate I, you had to get it, there. As it turns out, Jason Bateman plays just about every type of business person except an IT guy. He's never the guy in the chair. Uh, I think him in Extract would have been a better. Uh, would I would have respected a little bit more. He Haven't runs a company. It. He runs a company in that movie. It's pretty good. Could have done Arrested Development. Michael Bluth. That would have been awesome. Okay, uh, so recap. Do I need to do this since I was the only one who wrote it down? Yes. Uh, you were not the only one, but go ahead. Uh, no, I, if you would like to go ahead. No, I, no, I, I want to hear your recap. Okay. Mine's going to be so, peppered in with too much hate. Yeah, he's going to just <laughs> yeah. be mean the whole so, time. <laughs> uh, starting off uh, with the oldest first, uh, Dr. Kevin Reynolds has brought to the uh, has brought to life the company Mission 2 Peace Sign. Civilize, a consulting company that just consults and civilizes. The CFO is none other than the goblin himself, Grip Hook from Harry Potter. Shout out Warwick Davis. The receptionist is Hello, Ghostbusters, Janine from Ghostbusters, Annie Potts. Sales are headed up by none other than the man, the myth, the legend, Don Draper, John Hamm from Mad Men, and IT is Felicity Smoke from the Arrowverse. Don't know that person, so I can't make a comment. You should really watch Screen Arrow. I, I've heard that. I've heard that several times, and I'm slowly maybe venturing into DC stuff. Don't go too far into DC stuff, but you should watch Green Arrow. (laughs) Well, but I feel like if I want to watch Green Arrow, I have to watch Smallville first. No, 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 they're not connected in any way. I I understand that. I understand that. But I feel uh, obligated to. That's the stupidest thing you've ever said. Moving on. That's bizarre. (laughs) Bourbon and Blooms, Hove Camp's company, which uh, he never, I don't think, gave an official description i'm assuming it has to do something with drinking bourbon and butterflies Give a I, went through, anyway, I went through i went through quite a description <laughs> I, I kind of tuned you out at that point because uh but unlike unlike your all's companies it's kind of says what it is in the name that is true that is true uh in, it is a fantasy company through and through we've got as the cfo thorin oakenshield um from the hobbit uh, don't know how much gold he is counting as a dwarf, uh, but that's fine. The receptionist is Ruby Rod, Chris Tucker from The Fifth Element. Uh, very boisterous personality. Sales is led by none other than the disastrous duo Marianne Pippin from The Lord of the Rings, Dominic Monaghan and Billy Boyd. And IT is led by Quill, I have spoken, Nick Nolte from Mandalorian. Um, good luck with the butterflies. Flynn's company, Flynn's house, as it is yet unnamed, is I have as the description being nice to people and making service and things. Question it's like, mark. It's like Derek Zoolander came up with this. <laughs> <laughs> so Derek Zoolander really sent nice kids who can't read good and want to learn how to do other stuff good too. It's in the this is a house for ants. <laughs> Uh, CFO, th- see, okay, Derek Zoolander would have fit your your team perfectly, Flynn. Uh, CFO is Andy Dufresne. He is he is fantasy. He can stop things with his looks. That is true. Yeah, with his looks. Uh, CFO Andy Dufresne, receptionist Genie from Aladdin, because we always have to draft the Genie. Apparently, uh, sales Eowyn, the greatest fighter in Middle Earth. From don't Lord start of the with Rings. that nonsense, pretty. You know, you expect that of Flynn. You don't have to parrot it. 
Not the greatest. She's just the most successful. Yeah, you're right. Most successful. <laughs> most and IT is led by basically a robot, Zordon, <laughs> from Power Rangers. No way see, a robot. See, when you repeat it, it lends credence to what Flynn said. You have to undermine it when you say it. Listen, <laughs> all opinions are valid. All opinions are valid. It doesn't no, matter what the facts say. It's all no, opinions no. are valid. No, they're and not. And the best, the best company here by far... Uh, the acquisitions, acquiring, uh, acquiescence, and admittance company, consulting and consolidating companies, selling them for much cheaper, is JBB&B Incorporated, CFO Marty Bird from the Ozarks, receptionist Pepper Brooks from Dodgeball, a true underdog story, sales led by Nick Hendricks from Horrible Bosses, and IT led by Sandy Patterson from Identity Thief. All played by Jason Bateman. I almost would have respected what you did more if you'd thrown us for a curve with your last pick and picked a character played by Jack Black. Because, like, it still would have made sense, <laughs> but it, it would have been, you know, just a crazy. Oh, Jack way. Black, Jason Bateman, Jason Bateman, Jason Bateman. Jack Black, yeah. <laughs> that would have been good. You, been you, you are right. Excellent. I think Sandy yeah. Patterson's a weak pick, um, and I would have also been fine with the Jack Black pick there. Very or few of your picks like are. Our fantasy. You do have a, like a Jack Black <laughs> from you know King Kong that might have fit there really nicely. So you know, there's some good stuff. Okay. I, w- I would I would ask for like honorable mentions, but I feel like none of them will be fantasy. Oh my god! Uh, <laughs> honorable mentions for me: Nick Wilde from Zootopia. Um, uh, uh, what Michael a great Bruce pick that from one Arrested Development. <laughs> uh, Ray from Hancock. Uh, also, Jason Bateman from Tropic Thunder. When Dobby he himself. for customer service was an option for me. I almost picked the character who I don't know his name and I don't want to look it up. Pretty would be able to tell me who plays him, but it's the um, it's the guy who has the shop in Frozen. Um, he just does a phenomenal job Hello. of us selling. <laughs> big no. winter blowout. No, it's not Finn. You no, big winter blowout. Summer. Yeah, that guy. Ooh, big summer blowout. Yeah. Oh, that's it. Big, that big summer would, blowout. He's just great at sales. He, he knows how to upsell. Um, he's just price gouged. He's got a fierce stash. Yeah. <laughs> he's his own bouncer. <laughs> exactly. We're a, we're a small team. Granted, I was operating under uh, more restrictions than you guys, but I still thought Tyrion Lannister was going to get some love. It was yeah, not. Again, did not. Um, did not. Did not plan on fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you would, have, more you, would have, you would have done a different theme than Jason Bateman if you were doing fantasy. He's not in a whole lot of fantasy stuff. Which is a travesty, I think. <laughs> yeah. Jason Bateman. Definitely the most versatile actor of our time. Easy. I also did have multiple multiple droids for IT. Uh, I'm kind of surprised Pretty didn't go with R2-D2 just out of principle. Jason Bateman didn't play R2-D2. Or yeah, voice I R2-D2. understand what you're doing, but you put more limitations on yourself than I did <laughs> with this Jason Bateman thing. I needed Bateman a theme. Thing. I needed a theme. How did the, you settle the, on Jason it Bateman? Theme. It had a theme already. Uh, Stop giving things I was more like, themes. My, my thought was literally, who out of horrible bosses do I want to run with? Jason Bateman, Jason Sudeikis, or Charlie Day? The fact that you didn't do Jason Sudeikis so that you could put Ted Lasso on there bothers me. Oh, no. I got to save Ted Lasso for something else. He's all much right. too important. Is it time to embarrass Flynn now? Because I think yeah, HuffCamp's embarrass embarrassed Flynn. all three of us so well um, because we yes. didn't follow the directions. 
Flynn's favorite films. Um, let me just recap how we how this goes. Um, we have each brought uh, a movie poster, and these are films that um, most people at this point in their life. Flynn is uh, twenty seven, um, and at most at this point in their life, people should have seen uh, these movies. Um, and we don't know if he's seen them or not. Uh, we genuinely don't know his library. Sometimes we've been surprised at what he has seen, and most of the time we haven't been surprised that he hasn't seen stuff like that normal humans have seen. Um, so we're bringing three unique posters. I'm going to go first. I'm going to share my screen. I'm going to show Flynn the movie poster, and when I do that, he will tell me the plot of the movie, and the three of us will guess whether he has seen said film before. And the film I am bringing to the table is uh, Tom Hanks's uh, great work, The Green Mile. Flynn, tell me about The Green Mile. So, <clears throat> The Green Mile is, <clears throat> it stars uh, Tom Hanks, and, clearly. And, and Flynn, what are, what are you looking at? I am looking at the, the, the poster of, of The Green Mile. That Kevin has, Good has Lord. shown. I, Flint, I, the point was to give like what if you haven't seen it, you, this is what you're basing it on. You know, people should know what you're looking at. It's and, and Tom Hanks. Poster. Most of the picture is Tom Hanks. <laughs> it's, it's just Tom Hanks. <laughs> it's it's guard out in the words the green mile. Somewhere else in the words the green mile. It's not as helpful as it says Tom Hanks as big as it says the green mile. <laughs> it is uh, the official movie poster. I agree. Green Mile. Uh, and I just wanted Flynn to describe that he's not getting much help. <laughs> it's, it's, it's Tom Hanks and his Paul Blart cosplay. <laughs> so Tom Hanks was that, is, was that funnier in your mind? It was. <laughs> it, it, Tom Hanks is a military member that um, in his travels, he uh, comes across a young lad that he decides to take under his wing. <clears throat> and... Throughout the movie, he and this young lad d develop this bond, and uh, there comes a time that he and this this boy um, encounter some some. You evil can say his name. His name's John. John, sure. So some evil individuals um, on this this patch of road that's about a, a mile long that's uh that is actually green and uh these these terrible terrible people decide that they're going to go after this boy and tom hanks um sacrifices himself to save the boy's life um you, you didn't talk on the the role of the coffee place in the film would you remind me of the role of coffee um Tom Hanks was addicted to caffeine in in the movie, and and the boy helped him get over his addiction to to caffeine. Okay, okay. Uh, Hope Camp, do you think Flynn has seen the Green Mile? Uh, I definitely not based on his description. <laughs> uh, but this this strikes me as a movie that Flynn saw when he was like eight, because why not? And uh, was too young to understand anything he saw, and then never saw it again. But will claim I saw that movie. Uh, but no, he has clearly not seen this. Uh, that was more Saving Private Ryan than The Green Mile for which, sure. Which and it really wasn't any <laughs> Saving Private Ryan. Um, no, the sacrificing himself at the end. Pretty uh, <laughs> spoiler yeah. alert for Saving Private Ryan. Yeah, I was gonna say. Well, now we can't use that. Um, pretty. You think you've seen? Sa you think you've that. seen the, the Green Mile? No, not no, at all. I, I don't think you've seen The Green Mile. Flynn, you should really see The Green Mile. Um, have you seen it? I have not. 
Yeah, you should really see the Green Mile. Um, if you, if you had the, just said who's the main actor in the Green Mile without showing me the poster, I would not have been able to tell you. I, the thing that the thing about this poster is Michael Clark Duncan is a good actor and in good his say. own right, and plays a very important role in this movie, and is nowhere to be seen on well, this. That's at his, all. that's his back. <laughs> Um, oh god it is this tiny little thing in between green and mile yes so the boy oh that's so the, the young boy, boy that i was the, going the with. young yeah. boy you were talking about is actually a, a massive, massive large human being um who uh you know so tom hanks is the young boy character um, i feel like flynn has seen the movie tall tale because it was a, like just the type of movie flynn would see and he michael clark duncan literally plays a like a tall tale fabled person of strength just as himself. Yeah. It's a fantastic film. You should, you should really see the green mile. It's a beautiful film. Uh, now for a film that is just as beautiful. (laughs) 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 I am showing Flynn a movie poster for 10 things. I hate about you with, um, somehow, a much cheaper, but I think more star-studded cast, as it turned out, than the Green Mile. So uh, Flynn, a later in life for sure. Later in life, yeah. Um, so Flynn, uh, have at it. <laughs> okay, he's starstruck. I'm just trying to see. I'm looking at the actors. I'm trying. So I'll tell you some of them. It's Joseph Gordon-Levitt, uh, yeah. Heath Ledger, um, yeah. Julia Stiles, and who's the um, who's the one in the oh green? Oh my god. What is um, I can't I don't remember her name. She did. Is that so, Samantha? So, so Larissa um, Larissa Olenek plays a character that whose name I won't say yet. What is and what that is, was uh, um, Dwayne Wade's wife's name? Gabrielle Union. Yes, Gabrielle she Union. is in that as well. That's um, her on the side as well. David uh, Krumholtz is in, ends up in stuff later on. Hilariously Sabri- enough, is that Andrew Sabrina Keegan. the Teenage Witch? No, that is not uh, no. Hart. But um, it looks like her. She. So, Flynn, I'll tell you what you actually would so that's, recognize that's her Alex as. Alex Mack. That's she just... plays uh, in the Let's Get Harry episode with the werewolf of Psych. She plays the runner of, like, the Wicca shop that Gus has a crush on. Yeah, that yeah is but the more importantly, you're talking about. I actually know what you're talking about. She's, she's yeah. Alex, I know, I knew you Alex would. <laughs> From the secret world of Alex Mack. That's Alex Mack. But, okay. Yeah, she turns into goo. She's Alex Mack. Yeah, tell us about 10 Things I Hate About You. 10 Things I Hate About You is a high school dramedy um, where this group of friends um, has has a secret that one of them has committed a murder. And throughout their high school careers, um, they keep finding um, notes that, that people have left for them saying this is why you murdered this person. You hate this person because of these 10 reasons. They're counting down, and they're like, what are you counting down towards? And it ends up that Heath Ledger um, actually goes crazy and kills all of his friends and becomes the Joker. Interesting. Well, I think that was flawless, but I don't want to speak for Kevin and Pretty. Do you guys have opinions? I mean, that was quite good uh, for something that's totally not 10 Things I Hate About You at all. <laughs> Who wrote the source material for 10 Things I Hate About You? There is a large hint. Know There's that. a large hint in this poster. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
How do I loathe thee? Let me count the ways. There's is a number 12 in the corner. Yes. Yes. I feel like Will Flynn it? couldn't get past the number 12 in the corner. This is a, this is a film that's, that is a teen drama from the 90s that was written and includes actual dialogue from the play The Taming of the Shrew, mm-hmm. written by one William Shakespeare. Billy Shakes. Billy Shakes. Um, yeah. When we were doing The Taming of the Shrew at the St. Xavier High School, Go Tigers, um, uh, we, that was, it didn't dawn on me, but I was like, this really is like almost exactly the plot of 10 things I hate about you. Um, just obviously, <laughs> obviously modernized, but you, the reason, the reason you can pass a taming of the shrew plot test. If you've seen 10 things I hate about you, uh, 100%. is that what you did? Is that what you did? Hope camp? Do not read Taming of the Shrew and just watch 10 Things I Hate About You. And uh, no, Taming of, the Shrew, Taming of the Shrew was the one we read in class. So I actually nailed that one. No. Could have been Macbeth. One of them, you know what? You're right. You're probably right. I think I relied more on Ten Things I Had About You than I did on Shakespeare for that. <laughs> I was in the dumber kid English version level than uh, Hubcamp was. They just showed us Ten Things I Hate About You, and then we read Taming of the Shrew, and they were like, "See the comparisons? Care about it? Please care about it." Um, uh, yeah, it's it's uh, Heath Ledger sings in this film, which is hysterical. Um, Julia Stiles. Doesn't dance in the film, uh, which is she, uh, she flashes her her coach. She does uh, do that, and then she cries. Um, there's a lot of tears in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it's concerning if this is what people think high school's like. Um, once you watch it, and the things that people get away with, it is parodied significantly in the film. Uh, not another teen movie, and yes. uh, you should watch that after you watch Ten Things I Hate About You. Um, but you should really watch the Green Mile before you watch Ten Things. I think. I think. Uh, I think as far as like teen romantic comedies from our youth from our youth goes, Ten Things I Hate About You is about as perfect as it gets. Because here's the spoiler, Flynn. She doesn't hate him. Not at all. Not even a little bit. Not even. A little Not even bit. at all. Not even at all. Wow. You guys just spoiled that for everyone listening. <laughs> all right. So the movie that I have brought before you, Flynn. It's is so uh, I'm most I'm concerned e- about pretties at all times. Why? Because you don't picture he showed you, that everyone. He showed seen. you like what glass and was like, yeah, exactly. you should have seen this. <laughs> I've quoted this movie around you, so let's see it. So I've brought you um, the movie. I'm not going to tell you what genre or anything it is, but it is titled <laughs> Space Balls. These were these were people in the universe that I would have drafted from. <laughs> Okay, so Spaceballs is is in my opinion or in my in my knowledge of Spaceballs it is a parody of A New Hope and at one point there's like a pizza monster um I can't really pizza the hut. Yep. Okay. Yeah. That that's literally the low so, hanging fruit. <laughs> um, yeah, it's the it, whole movie it, is the low hanging fruit. I, yeah, I everything don't, Mel Brooks has ever done I'm, is the low. I'm not gonna fruit. I'm not gonna really delve into the plot because it's it's a new hope, uh, but it's a parody of it. Is what I'll say. It's not a new hope. It's Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. just um, uh, okay. Star Wars in general. So, okay, there's, okay, okay, there's, okay. There's parts. Of Trek thrown in, yeah. So yeah, so um, f- 
Lynn, could you could you maybe um, tell me who this character is? Uh, this large or this individual wearing a large um, black uh, helmet on their head um, with glasses. What's the most ridiculous way to describe that? You have a guess. Darth Spader. Mm, close. Mm, nope. It is played by Rick Moranis. It is not Darth Spader. Um, it is anyone? Dark Helmet. Lord Dark Helmet. Yes, yes, mm. yes. Um, Your Schwartz is as big as mine. So, uh... I'll have what okay. he's having. <laughs> Flynn, can you give me any other any other details to help, me com- help convince me that you've seen this movie, aside from it's a parody of Star Wars? Because <laughs> that's I, pretty obvious. Uh, Pizza the Hut was a pretty good reference. I'll be honest, I... I, I cannot. Okay. <laughs> uh, I was I was okay. hoping you would remember one of my favorite uh, under the radar, uh, no pun intended, uh, new girl quotes where it's like after Nick and Jess finish having sex, he's just like, you know, so many Spaceballs quotes. <laughs> <laughs> it gets me every time. They literally jammed the radar. <laughs> I would love love to uh, drink bourbon and watch this movie with you people. Um, Oh my gosh. It's a great one to revisit. It is. And it holds up. I'm most most concerned about what you're showing us is you Googled movie posters, uh, Spaceballs, and someone's charging $29.95 for a poster (laughs) of Spaceballs. (laughs) Right. Oh, I know. That's I mean, it's in stock, but movieposters.com should be fined for asking that much money for for this. Um, Oh, completely agree. But Um, it is so good. Oh, it is, it is. Watching it as an adult when you've watched it as a kid is like, you go back and you're like, oh, I did not get that joke when I was youth. Right. I think I first watched this in high school and the first thing is the spaceship going across the screen for a solid like three minutes. (laughs) And it it goes, it went, it went full circle. I was like, this is hilarious and I'm cracking up. And then I'm like, okay, can we just get on with like the spoof part? And then I was full back on like, this is the most magical movie of all time. Pretty foul ship too. So far it's just a spaceship. Um, I'll actually do the point of the game here. I do think Flynn has seen it. I don't think he remembers enough about it to to reference it. But he did throw out Pizza the Hut, which is a very not pictured and specific part of Spaceballs that he would only get if he had at least seen, at minimum, 17 memes from it. This is among That's Mel fair. Brooks' greatest works. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, quick bonus round. I just need to know, because I doubt any of you fools have seen this. I could be wrong. Kevin might have. What do you all know about this movie, Lilies of the Field? No, not this is everyone. Flynn definitely hasn't seen this movie. There's no way. I mean, I haven't seen it, but I know that we ought to pour one out for Sydney Pointer. Yeah, shout out Sydney Poitier. Uh, Poitier, sorry. Yeah, it's fine. Kevin. Yeah, I was gonna Don't say worry. you were being serious because you wouldn't dishonor the dead like that. That was that was rough, Kevin. Sydney I did, Pointer. Sydney Pointer. Mean. <laughs> all right um yeah yes. so no classic you gotta watch uh we gotta watch space balls all together that's what we need to do but right now we need to turn it over to flynn because he's gonna try to do my game better than i can no flynn have you seen space balls i have not seen no. space balls <clears throat> i have not hove camp why did you even think like, no no he didn't see it come on i guess he would have no at me. least been able to remember like yogurt or the Schwartz, or something else. Like, come on. No, Flynn I have watches, not. 
Flynn watches movies and forgets things. I we do. We did Princess Bride quotes, and he didn't get a damn one of them, and he's seen the movie hey, I got like three one. years ago. I got one. You got the last one. That's because you caught on to us. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Flynn, what's this game you've brought us? All right. so AKA this my game. Yes. So it's time to play a game. Let's play a game. We are going Let's to play, play a game. A little trivia Jacob game that everyone facts. can can follow along and, and play at home if you would like. Um, it is called Two Truths and a Lie, or or How Jacob Played It, Jacob Pretty's Fun Facts. So I am going to bring three statements to these individuals here. Um, two of them will be true. One of them will be a lie. So you all have to decide as individuals... And as a group, potentially, which one is the lie? And so um, this is how it's going to work. If you get it wrong, you take a drink. If all of you decide to come to a consensus that one of them is false, and it's and it's correct, and you and you get it right, I will take a drink. That work? Oh, how wow. many do you? How many do you have? There are five rounds that I have. Okay. Okay. Uh, the odds are definitely stacked in your favor, but I'll take it. Are these are these just like random facts that you've accumulated? Are there themes to them? Are they about? Are they personal? This is extremely random. Oh, good. <laughs> Does each round have a theme, or like, are we gonna get bird um, facts, back facts, and bug facts? Round five has a theme, but the rest of them don't. Yeah, so it's Whatever. Just let's, okay, cool. just do your stupid game. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Okay. What so, fantasy? Right. Quick, quick shout out. <laughs> I, I did switch over. Uh, we've drank it before. I switched over to the Woodford uh, malt whiskey. Um, definitely not as good as the uh, Midwinter uh, Night's Drown, but still solid. Go ahead. Uh, continue, Flynn. No, uh, we're going to stop for one more second. What are you doing with your hat now? Did you tie it off? <laughs> I don't understand what's happening. Yeah, no, so this is the, this is the nice thing about... Just take it off and show us your stupid hair. No, no, no. This is the nice thing about this versatile hat is that I can pull the sides down and then it covers my ears. Or I can pull it up and kind of tie it around the little bob thing on the top. Oh, and so then you my can have a messy button. For oh, it should that look is, stupider. Yeah. That's not what that's for. That's yeah, not a versatile hat. Sometimes you need to. It's a versatile hat that you can ventilate your ears with or keep them warm. You look so yep. stupid. I just need yep. to say that. Thank you. I appreciate that's, it. That's a, that's a truth. That's the dumbest thing I've heard all night. <laughs> that is true. That is true. I look stupid. Not a not a false lie or a false truth. I'm gonna say that it's a versatile hat is the lie. Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah. Yeah, right. We're all in agreement. Flynn drinks. <laughs> I'm not in agreement. It is a versatile hat. Um, okay. Those so round sweet. one. Round one. Pineapples grow out of the ground. Hippo milk is pink. And the toy Barbie's actual first name is Charlotte. Discuss. Uh, are we just are we just chiming in as a group? Because I know for a fact what the okay. Look, pineapples a hundred thousand percent grow out of the ground. Yep. Absolutely, pineapple tree. That is some BS. They grow out of the ground. Um, hippo's milk being pink. Pretty sure that's fact because I think they base the green milk that's in Star Wars. Last Jedi off of the hippo milk being green or pink. 
Um, the Barbie's first name being Charlotte. Never heard of that before. <laughs> I think that's a lie. That Star Wars thing doesn't check out at all. <laughs> no, 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 it's fine. That's that's a, t- put it's the a space in. cow. It's put a space the cow. In. Jacob, pretty fun fact. <laughs> no, they, they, they use green <laughs> milk because hippos have pink milk. Everyone he's knows said, that. So, so Jacob's just going to sabotage this whole thing for you all. That- <laughs> he, said, he said, I'm pretty sure it's a fact because I'm pretty sure... That in Star Wars, the bad ones, when they used the green hippo's milk, it was, oh yeah, okay, all right. It's a space cow. Yeah, it, green green milk from the space cow because, oh and I, I could could be wrong, but oh, I you thought could be wrong. Rian Johnson you said this somewhere wrong. of, oh yeah, we went with green milk because a hippo's milk is pink. Hippos aren't pink. Hippos aren't. Why would, they, that go space cow wasn't why would green? they go for green milk because of pink hippo milk? Because <laughs> the cows were green. I'm, I, no, the might, cows were not green. It might they're, be they're fact. Green. It might be fact, pretty, but I'm very upset. By Earth cows. <laughs> Earth cows. There is no logic. <laughs> what <White> logic? <laughs> Stop telling him there's logic. Um, I think that Barbie's first name is Charlotte, so I think that the hippo thing is the lie. Well, that would mean that her name is, what, Charlotte Barbara? No, No, Barbie's the last name. Barbie's not the last name. And in the shows that I have seen Barbie Mermaid, because... They call her Barbie. They call her Everybody Barbie. calls her Barbie. Her name is Barbie, though. And we call but you I Barbie. Think, I think what he's, I think what he's saying is when the, when the doll came out, the doll's first name was meant to be Charlotte. That's what I think could be true. I'm doing what Pretty should do and say, this is feasible that it could be a piece of trivia that's unknown. Okay. Rather than saying, it's not I'm called Two sure. Truths and a Feasible. It's called Two Truths and a Lie. <laughs> Flynn has no moral compass. We've been over it many times. These might all Lord. be truths. Um, I, I just... The Charlotte thing does sound a little familiar. I'm just, I think out of spite for pretty, I'm going with hippo's milk. But I, I feel like to my core that I probably should have gone Barbie. Locking it in, Charlotte going, is I'm the lie. I'm going hippo's milk. The lie is her name is Barbara. Barbara Millicent Suck it. Rogers. Literally what I Suck said. it. Literally what I said. I Barbara Millicent, I think it's Roberts is her full name. I hope the next round, one of the things Flynn says is, the space cows in Star Wars (laughs) (laughs) have green milk because of the pink You're welcome. This is, okay, you know what this game is really going to do more than anything? Is just prove that Jacob Pretty's fun facts have validity in all things. Anyways, continue, Flynn. All right, round two. Armadillos. I better shot him a lord that I score better than these two on this. After uh, no, you've I'll already go gotten grid. one right. I'll go to the grid. I'm going to go to the grid. I'll, t- I'll go to the grid against somebody on this. Ooh. On this round yeah. or in the game? I mean, in the game as a whole, but I'll, t- I'll take this round. I'm feeling it. I'll go to the grid. If you score better than us. If I score better than either of you. Perfect. Like, for both of you. I have to score Lock better than both of you. Better you than to, both of us. You have to score Lock better than whoever you're, whoever you're betting, for sure. Yeah. Go with B- Better go than with. both of you. So what are you two going to do? Lock it in. Lock in the I'm bed. locking it in. Locked, Locked in. in. All right. Huffcamp okay. and I will be choosing the exact same thing as Pretty this entire round. <laughs> no, 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 because we can't. He's up one. No, no. He said this round. No, he said the game. No, no. Whole game. It's the whole game. No, that's not what you no, said. No, he said the whole game, Kevin. No, he didn't. <laughs> I said I would make a bet on this round as well, but I'm talking the and whole I game. And I said I'd take that bet. 
Okay, see, the, this is zoom zoom disconnect then. Yeah, um, no. The bet that I am saying I will go to the grid, saying that I can beat both of you all, uh, I can score better than both of you all. Anyways, no, either neither of you I are will... feeling confident. It's fine. No, 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 no. I think we will both. I, I'll go to the grid if you score better than both of us. You've got a one. You got a one shot lead already. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Round number two. Armadillos almost always give birth to identical quadruplets. Mm. Stumbled on the word. There are more McDonald's than public libraries in the United States. That's true. And the Lion King came out closer to the time of the original moon landing than today. Dear God. Everyone's trying to do quick maths. I can't do math. Two plus two is four. Quick maps. First of all, we never landed on the moon. I think he's talking about the thing that was shown on television. And I don't know when that happened. I forgot. uh, Think of the uh, Even Stevens song. (laughs) Even Stevens song? Okay. My math has been done. Uh, What are the first two? <laughs> I'll read them all again. The first I'll one read is them all tri- again. triplets. I mean quadruplets. Our armadillos. armadillos almost always give birth to identical t- quadruplets. There are more McDonald's than public libraries in the United States, and the Lion King came out closer to the time of the original moon landing than today. I think Flynn has no moral compass, so I honestly <laughs> do believe that he slipped on the first one. I think it's probably something like it's triplets and not quadruplets, and that's what he's trying to get us on. Is that your final answer? Locking it in. I will. Um, I will. I'm, I'm definitely locking in armadillos. I'm. I'm locking in the McDonald's because it's actually subways. There are more subways than public libraries, but go ahead. So the fact is. There are more public libraries than McDonald's, so I just switched them. So pretty is. But we two don't know about two. subways. So we I'm don't know about subways. Pick, you just randomly threw that in there for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> I think you shouldn't get it right because of that. I think but... you should have to cite your sources because There's more public libraries than McDonald's. Yeah. No way. The only way that's true is if is if he's counting those little libraries people put in tree stumps on the front of their house. Oh, like the little free promo. Oh. I will I will cite my Talk sources later, but but the pretty armadillo is two for thing two. is true. It, the armadillo they do, they is do true. They do deliver to identical quadruplets. We all know yes. it's true. He said it was true. You don't have to confidently say it's true. We know. Okay. All right. Now mm. num- round number three. New York City is actually further south than Rome. The unicorn is the official national animal of Scotland. And Florida is the closest U.S. state to Africa. Uh, Florida is not the closest U.S. state to Africa. That's the lie. I think the first one... I can give you reasons why one and two are true if you guys aren't convinced. What I'm not convinced of is that anything is actually further south than anything else. 
<laughs> what is that? <laughs> I'm sorry. What? Kevin, I know you don't geography much, but the there are constantly. things that are north and south. Well, but but closer to the equator. To humans, closer to the equator is the better way to say it. That is a better way to say it because the world turns. That's what that's what the know? definition. Oh my gosh, the world turns and okay, but on its axes. Sure. Sometimes, but even when it does that, is... we're still you're still south and north, above and below things. I don't know. It says who? Human beings. <laughs> it's on, it spins on its axes. Yeah. It's like, it's like saying it's the, way the, the way the world axis. works is January comes before February. Well, Greg created that calendar, and and not it's not the way the world works. We decided that it's a social construct. I don't believe it. Are you are you referring to the Gregorian calendar as yeah, Greg's, Greg's calendar. calendar? Okay. Greg's calendar. Oh, pretty took his hat off. Yeah, your hair looks stupid. <laughs> you look like Justin Bieber hasn't like no, you just kind of look like Justin Bieber. But like when he was 8. But like circa 2008 baby. Justin Bieber? Yeah. Like if Justin Bieber if Justin Bieber changed <laughs> nothing about himself physically for the last like 15 if, years. If Justin Bieber came out with baby and then, like, 12 years later, he grew, but only his head grew in size, but nothing else grew. Yep. That's what you look like right now. All right, Hove Camp, what's your, what's your, oh, wait, I'm, I'm sorry, Kevin. So, Kevin, what's the lie? saying the lie is, which, which is the lie? Yeah. Oh, no, I think it's the, I think it's the, uh, what'd you say, read the unicorn one again. Unicorn is the... Official, official national anthem, or national animal of Scotland. It's very true. I know Scottish people. I do. I'm just. I'm going to go ahead and have you do it now because I'm going to ask for it. Can you read the geography once again? <laughs> <laughs> I guess there is a geography theme here. I didn't do that on purpose. Uh, so New York City is actually further south than Rome. The unicorn is the official national animal of Scotland. And Florida is the closest U.S. state to Africa. I agree with pretty the, that the third one is the lie, but I think the first one is absurd. <laughs> Didn't know we were doing truth, lie, and absurdity. Hove Camp, what's yours? So the last one is Florida is the closest state to Africa? Yep. Yeah. That can't be true. Well, that should be true. Probably, most probably, because of north-south relations and you're those, thinking, those you're thinking social constructs. Latitudinally, longitudinally. I, wow. I wow. am trying. I'm going to play strategy <laughs> over my own uh, thought here. So I think that that is probably it. But as two down to pretty with three left and a bet to the grid on this, I think deviating could be my best bet. And I'm going to go with the New York to Rome thing because I do know that the unicorn is the national animal of Scotland. Yeah. Yes. The correct answer. Maine is actually the closest U.S. state to Africa. <clears throat> so Kevin is one, has one correct, pretty two correct, Hove Camp none. Pretty has three correct. Pretty has three I correct. I said the Florida That's one. True. That's true. So, Kevin, you have to get both of these right, and Pretty has to get both of these wrong to tie. Okay. Yes. 
gonna be hard. Okay, <clears throat> here we go. Abe Lincoln and Demi Lovato have the same birthday. That's that's unnecessary. <laughs> that's so stupid. <laughs> a buttload is an actual unit of measurement equivalent to 126 gallons. And there are more tigers in Texas than the rest of the world. Okay. Can I dismantle all of these for you real quick? <laughs> yes, please. Sure. <laughs> sure, go ahead. So a, a buttload a buttload is uh, an actual unit of measurement. It was most commonly used in France to measure wine. Um, so that is definitely true. The whole tigers in Texas, more tigers in Texas than there are in the world. That is a highly debatable fact. Uh, I know a guy who owns tigers who's like, that's total BS. That's not true. However, um, that is the one that whatever site, whatever thing you, know you look Siegfried at, probably or said is true. Uh, <laughs> I don't. I, I think I might want to make you say that, pretty, unless it's a different person than I'm thinking of. I I will disclose. On well, no. I, I won't. <laughs> who do you know that owns tigers? Who are you protecting? <laughs> Uh, let's say there is somebody on the or that has been featured in the Tiger King show that I have uh, met and, and had and drinks with before. I just want to say that you think different, that different question. How many people Dr. do you Bogomon? know that have, how many people do you know that have no. killed their husbands? I don't know Carol Bassett, so <laughs> I don't know I, that I, one. I, this is this is a separate question of the people on the Tiger King. How many do you think? know how many tigers are in Texas versus the rest of the world. <laughs> what? I'm very confused by how you worded that. But You know I, someone in the Tiger King. Does anyone in the Tiger King give you confidence that they know the no, 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 like how no. many tigers so, are in okay, different okay. places of the world? I, I know really somebody think they know who was featured are. on the Tiger King. But I also know I also know somebody who was not on the Tiger King that I would trust more wholeheartedly. That so owns the a lie, tiger that owns a tiger. Trust them wholeheartedly. Yes. Owns a tiger. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Tigers. Yes. Right. Look, we're going to have a conversation about this when this episode's over. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what was the first one again? Because I had I had a dismantling thing on that. It was uh, pretty Abe Lincoln and Demi Lovato, of, right? Uh, yeah, Justin Abe Lincoln Bieber's. and Demi Lovato not, have the same birthday. It's not Abe Lincoln and Demi Lovato. It's Abe Lincoln and Miley Cyrus. That's the lie. You just said they were all true. Bad. No, I didn't. I said I was going to dismantle them all. Shot. The third hey, one is hey, is hey, is probably hey. a myth or probably a lie, but Flynn, whatever site Flynn is, is citing, is probably saying it's true. So I'm saying the Abe Lincoln, Demi Lovato is the lie. Okay. Well, Kevin, if, if you and I are not to go to the grid, you have to pick differently and you have to pick correctly. Okay. I picked the lies, Demi Lovato, uh, and Abe Lincoln. <laughs> so, we're, so we're both going to the grid for this? Well, he just single-handedly dismantled the man's whole existence. <laughs> I'm not going to choose wrong on purpose. But if you if you choose, even if this is right, if you choose the same as pretty, you, we have zero chance of winning. Okay. There aren't more tigers in Texas than anywhere else in the world. The correct answer. Said that. Well, I didn't even. I didn't. He did. How can't be pick anything yet? Yeah, no one cares oh, about me. Okay. I'm out. I'm no, out. Okay. Okay. What, what do you guess? Still got to pick for drinking. Okay, what do you guess? Uh, I guess I'll guess the other one. 
I don't even know what it is. The butt load? The butt load. You going with the no, butt actually, load? Actually, I do know he the butt load. That's the one actually, that I knew was a fact. I'm going to well, go. He, he might have done a Flynn thing, though, and changed the number of kilograms. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm going to say. I'm going to say a butt load is a different amount of, of things <laughs> because that's a dumb way for us, for you to do this. <laughs> it's also, Yes, it is a dumb way. I'm not going to do that. Uh, the lie <laughs> is that Abe Lincoln and Demi Lovato do not have the same birthday. It's Abe Lincoln and Charles Darwin. So pretty still wrong, yet he got it right. <laughs> I'm so mad that pretty, that pretty is throwing in his own fun fact. He's like, this is the lie because this is the actual fact. And that is still a lie. <laughs> they're, all, they're all continuing. Pretty well, is four is for four. He is, he is. I'll but give two, the man credit. Two of the four, he has done a Jacob Pretty's fun fact that has been wrong. That was wrong. wrong. <laughs> The worst, and and the one, the one was the worst logic of all time. <laughs> but I, I don't got care. it. I don't care this what is how Jacob lived his life. I just don't um, understand how anyone goes through life living how Jacob lives. Like, <laughs> I just don't understand. Okay, I gotta look last at question. Let's see man. if Jacob can go five for five here. Uh, oh, okay. Bananas are radioactive. Humans share 50% DNA with bananas, and both strawberries and bananas are considered berries. Okay, hang on. Before we say anything, can I dismantle this right now? <laughs> I was going to do that. <laughs> I mean, I was going to dismantle it, but that's fine. Go ahead, Kevin. Because I, I like to it. eat, eat, eat apples and bananas. And sometimes I like to oat, oat, oat apples and bananas. So the third Opals one, and bananas. Opals, Come on. you change all the vowels. And the, okay, well, I didn't listen to the rest of them. I pick one. Number one is the lie. Bananas are radioactive. Yep. Hmm. Um, Hovecamp, would you like to say anything? Because I I do know the correct answer here as well. Um, I when I was a freshman in college, so like 1994, um, two years after Kevin, <laughs> I. <laughs> I had to do this like thing and I read a book on uh, Banana Republics and all of this nonsense <laughs> and I have store? forgotten Banana uh, store. Yeah, with when you read about like what Banana Republics were colloquially known as and like it's a real problem and then you're like why would you name a store after this? Well, and here's here's the other thing I have to say real quick. Bananas in pajamas marching mm -hmm. down the stairs. They don't even sell pajamas at Banana Republic. I'm out. Um, but I do think that, uh, the DNA thing is, pr I'm pretty sure that one's true because we share a lot of DNA that doesn't actually make sense to share DNA, but so much of it is always the same. And yes, they're berries. And the fact that we have like bananas that you eat are actually sterile. So the bananas you would find in the wild are filled with seeds, much like strawberries. So I'm pretty sure it's radioactive, but I... Hell, the bananas we eat, they're so they're probably not radioactive just because they're terrible. Enlighten us. That's a good point. That's a good but, point. Jake. But I'm gonna go um, I'm gonna go with radioactive. Radioactive. Okay. Uh so the um double or the, nothing. Fifty uh, percent <laughs> You go to the grid twice? Nope. Yes, he goes to the grid twice. That's the double. <laughs> and if he wins this one against you and you go once if you lose it to him and he Whoa, goes no, none no, at no. all. Or no no no, double nothing. Yeah, he gets out of it. Sorry. Yeah. But that's not exactly how this would work. Because we're doing a Shh. different... I don't know. No, don't worry about it. Okay, not, you're going I'm to the not going regardless alone. Of I'm not point. going alone. 
<laughs> so Hope Camp's discouraging me from taking the double or nothing. Because Kevin um, can't go down to nothing on it. He could get out of it, and then just you're going alone. Anyways, uh, the 50% the is 1,000% true. Uh, don't ask me how I know that. I just No do. such thing. Something can only be 100% true or less. Whatever. Um, That's the lie. That was oh. a doctor. So, Flynn, can you read the exact wording of fact number oh, three? Okay. Fact the third. So I'll read the exact wording of the other two. Bananas are radioactive. <laughs> it's four words. <laughs> That's two, it's three, three words. words. <laughs> radioactive is one word, Ben. Uh, and then number the, the, the other one. Both strawberries and bananas are considered berries. Both strawberries and bananas are berries. Yes. So, um, while bananas do have seeds, Hovecamp is correct, uh, bananas are not berries because they do not produce the seeds outside of the fruit. So, therefore, they are not berries. Um, and thusly, uh, that is the lie. Bananas are definitely radioactive. Jacob, pretty fun facts. So, the lie is that both strawberries and bananas are considered <laughs> berries because strawberries aren't berries. Again, his, his logic is so wrong. He took all of the worst routes to get to the correct answer. I was like, what you just said is not true of cherries or several other no, types so of many berries. different things. It was just the most utter nonsense. Um, <laughs> Pretty got like a 36 on the ACT by just guessing. Like, <laughs> so Kevin and I are going to the punishment grid, and I is Kevin going twice? No, he didn't no, take no, the, no, that. No, I didn't take the double or nothing. Oh, no, man. I didn't want to be rude to Hove Camp okay. and make him go alone. <laughs> but you wouldn't have, because you beat Kevin. He would have gone twice. I, oh, I understand. I understand. Pretty went five for five somehow. Oh my! But he just knows more than us. He doesn't. Except for no, three, of the, the thing, three of the three of the five times. He how does someone there. identify correctly all the lies and the facts of five consecutive tr two truths and a lie while simultaneously outing himself as the dumbest of the three guessers? <laughs> Next time we play this game, can it be one truth and one lie? But don't tell me what the answers are. Just say guess one or two. <laughs> <laughs> This is amazing. This was great. Pretty, well, this, was, this is your most triumphant episode. This was the worst oh, podcast uh, we've ever done. I apologize to the world that we did it. Uh, you didn't ask for it. Uh, I asked for different things and got none of them. But we did it all anyway. And so uh, apologies. Grid next week. Have a drink on us. We'll see you next week. Maps are a lie. All of them. Uh, if you want more Jacob Pretty's fun facts, we don't. hit me up. I'll give them to you. Hemispheres don't. don't really exist. We just decided. It's a matter of privilege.